Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Our guest today is the founding and senior pastor of New Beginnings Church in Bedford, Texas, Pastor Larry Huck. Our co-hosts today are Marcel Woodall, Mondo de la Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Welcome to our show coming from Main Street. We're yes. thrilled to have you with us, and we want to welcome right now Larry Hawk. Yes. The Hi, Larry. Senior pastor of New Beginnings Church in Bedford, Texas. Yeah. It's so good to have you here with us today. Hi there. Good to see you guys. It's great to be back with you. Uh, How are y'all doing? Everybody doing good? Yes, I believe that we're in the beginning of the end. I really believe this year is the beginning. We better be be ready. And I believe we're going to see some um, unbelievable events take place. And God's going to bless the church. I believe it's time for growth in church. I believe God wants to bless the church like never before. It's time to get in the church, get with the believers yes. right yep. now. Do you, What's your Jim, I, I agree. I agree with you 1,000%. As a matter of fact, uh, this last Sunday, uh, going into 2024, I said to our church and I said to our television audience, I said, this next year is uh, going to be the greatest year that the church has ever seen so far. And what we're seeing in Israel and what we're seeing worldwide is, uh, uh, I, I believe, a thousand percent is a wake-up call to the church, and uh, God is going to move amongst the church. There's going to be a separation of the tares from the wheat, and those that are paying attention and serving God, get ready for the greatest outpouring of God's Spirit, of signs and wonders, of revival that the church has ever seen. Uh, we're going into, you know, when the rapture takes place, as you all know, we're, we're going out a glorious bride. And so a lot of people are asking with what's happening with Israel, do, you, do I think this is the end of the end? I think this is the beginning of the end, but we're going out with great revival, with end time transfer of wealth, with signs and wonders and miracles, so I really believe this year, I agree 100% with you guys, this year is going to be an amazing year. I see I, I see churches, the ones that are really on fire for God, just packed, Amen. packed. People uh, can't even get in yeah. by the end of the next year, right. uh, this year. <laughs> it's not next year, it's now. And uh, was, we have so much to talk about with you today, and... Uh, What's, what's your thoughts on Israel right now? Because our focus has been so much on Israel. Yeah, uh, and, and obviously so. Uh, I went over there right after October 7th uh, to be with our friends, and we did some uh, filming uh, to verify what was going on because uh, Jim and Lori, so many uh, of the news media were saying that uh, what happened October 7th was fake. It wasn't, it was uh, not true. It didn't really happen. And so I went over there and uh, we were taken by the Israeli government to the sites uh, where the massacres took place on October 7th. And 
the the media was missing it missing it in that it was much worse than we could even imagine and uh what they did to israeli citizens women and children was beyond anything that i've ever read about i've ever seen it was it was beyond the holocaust uh but at the same time what Satan's meant for evil, God is using it for good. There's a tremendous uh, spirit of unity in Israel right now. Uh, when I got, when I landed at the airport and my driver was taking me to Jerusalem, he was a young man that had been wounded in another war, so he wasn't called to active duty. And he said, on October 6th, Israel wasn't a great nation. But on October 8th, we became a great nation because everything that was dividing them was put aside and they came in unity. And there's a great spiritual awakening taking place in Israel. We see young secular soldiers, male and female, uh, praying and calling on God together in groups. And so what's what's happened in Israel is... uh, going to continue. Uh, We probably need to talk about that today. It's not going away. Israel is not just fighting a battle for the nation of Israel. It's literally a battle of evil versus good. It's uh, God versus the devil. It's a demonic battle. But what Satan's meant for evil, God is using it for good. And Israel's becoming stronger than ever before. Uh, I believe a thousand percent we're going to see the enemies of Israel, which are also the enemies of all civilization, uh, enemies of America. We're going to see them defeated, and uh, we're going to see the Middle East never the same again. And I believe this is going to give us a time of great peace, a great spirituality uh, in in all the nations and uh once again, what Satan's meant for evil, God really is using yeah. this for That's good. That's right. Yeah, really amen. amen. I, I tell you, you, you need to be excited yeah. about what's coming. Amen. Because amen. good things are coming. That's right. And, I mean, bad things are going to come, of course, as the end times. But good things yeah. are coming. Amen. And we're going to see Jesus. And yeah. that's, that's, that's right. good. The president of Turkey declared Israel's uh, war criminals. Why are so many people turning against Israel right now? What was in the world is going on? Is this just another sign of the end times? You know, Jim, I, I, it absolutely is. You know, it's it's a sign to the church. You know, I've I've been telling everybody. I've been I just got off an interview of, of about thirty minutes ago, about forty minutes ago, and uh, I really believe what we're seeing not only in Israel. But what we're seeing with these pro-Hamas demonstrations, these anti-Semitic uh, demonstrations worldwide, it's a wake-up call to the world. It's a wake-up call to Jews around the world. But it's a wake-up call to the church. And, and, and guys, I really believe that, and I just said this, that seeing these anti-Semitic demonstrations uh, seeing leaders of the universities in America 
not apologizing for allowing demonstrations calling for the death of Jews is our Esther moment. If you think about when Mordecai spoke to Esther, he said to Esther, for such a time as this, Esther, you got to stand up. You got to speak up. But if you don't, don't think you'll escape what's going to happen. But God will raise someone else up. And guys, I really believe in all my heart, this, this, this anti-Semitism is a sign. If, if you're a Bible scholar, you know that the Antichrist is going to bring about or try to bring about a destruction of Israel. And so this is a wake-up call to understand that this is a Antichrist spirit. This is a preparation for the coming of the Messiah. And uh, it's, it's not shocking to all of us who understand Bible prophecy that this anti-Semitism you know, anti is nothing less than anti-God. The new anti-Semitism is anti-Israel. It's the same demonic spirit. And so when we hear these slogans, whether they're in Israel or whether they're in Australia or whether they're in England or whether they're in America, when we hear these slogans, from the river to the sea, that's not about boundaries or a two-state solution like Biden says. That's from the river to the sea. That means an annihilation of Israel. And anti-Israel is anti-Semitism, which is anti-God. And if you listen to the leaders of Hamas, what they're saying is, Israel is the small Satan. America is the great Satan. And they've said over and over again, when we destroy, which they won't, but when we destroy the Saturday people, we're coming after the Sunday people. And so we here in America, we need to wake up and understand that these, these anti-God, anti-Israel, anti-Christian people are not just in Gaza or not just over in Lebanon or Syria. These people are in the United States right now. There was just a, uh, um, a, a, a recording given out about two days ago from a, a, a Hamas leader in France. And his speech was, we're going to take France. And anyone who doesn't bow down to Allah, we will eliminate, we will annihilate. And so what we've got to understand is no matter what the fake news says, guys, this is not a war about a two-state solution. This is a war, Antichrist versus God, good versus evil. This is a war that Israel is fighting for all of us, and we need to stand up with them. Yes, amen, amen. absolutely. Amen. Right. Never again has, right. you know, been the phrase that's been used yes. was used after the Holocaust. Right. And we have once again witnessed the massacre of the Jewish people. Yes. Wow. People are frightened. You can give us... Uh, can can you give me, give me a, a more of an up, update of what's happening in Israel? I know you're on top of this more more than anybody that I know of, and so yeah. what's going what's going on in Israel right now? 
Well, right now, right now, um, I I just got off the phone with Israelis before I came on with you because we do so much. L- let me say this: on on January thirtieth, um, the Israeli government has asked me to host a meeting at the Israeli embassy in Washington D.C. and uh, and invite uh, influential uh, leaders, Christians and Jews, to give an update of what's happening and to keep everybody speaking up for Israel's right to defeat this enemy. And just before we came on, I got the update that mass amounts of rockets are coming into Israel from Gaza. uh, Rockets are coming in from the north, uh, from Syria and Lebanon, from Hezbollah. And so this war is continuing on uh, and uh, Hamas and and now Hezbollah and the Houthis from uh, Ye- uh, the Yemen are saying we will not stop until we annihilate all the Jews. And so when we hear that slogan that came about, Jim, what you said about never again, that's a slogan that said we'll never allow Jews to be massacred like they were by the Nazis. What we're seeing worldwide calling for the destruction of Israel. You know, um, last year I was invited by uh, uh, Israel's chief rabbi, uh, Rabbi Lau, to walk with him. We walked in the March of the Living from Auschwitz to Birkenau, and we're going to do this again next year. And the slogan, obviously, is never again. And yet it happened again. And so what's happening in Israel, what's happening in when you see public demonstrations of of Americans, of Europeans, of Australians calling for the death of Israel, standing up for these butchers, Hamas, um, we need to really get loud and we need to get really serious And we need to let every politician know that we are going to stand with Israel. So once again, we say never again. And Israel is determined that they are not going to stop until these enemies who are swearing to destroy them from the face of the earth are annihilated. And God bless every Christian like you guys, leaders in Christianity, that are standing up and saying, Israel, we are standing with you. Absolutely. You we know, Pastor Hutch, that, uh, Huck, Huck, Huck. <laughs> I love your name. <laughs> you, you know, I see your show every day, and uh, I, I love that you love Israel yeah. so much. Do you have any insight on how the prime minister is feeling right now after he made the decision to enter Gaza? Yeah, he's uh, he's making it very clear that um, he thanks um, uh, he thanks America. He thanks everybody that is standing with him. But we're seeing now uh, President Biden. We're seeing the UN, Jim. We're seeing uh, countries across the world that are saying Israel needs to pull out of Gaza. There needs to be a ceasefire. And uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and uh, the rest of the government is making it very clear they're not going to stop. 
until until uh, Hamas is no longer existing on the planet, because if they stop, this will happen again. Uh, the leader of the of one of the leaders of Hamas said right after October 7th, we will not stop and we will win. This is what they said. We will win because uh, the Jews celebrate life. We celebrate death. And so what we've got to realize here in America is that these people don't think the way we think. You know, we hear so many Western leaders saying, uh, well, we just have to reason with them. You cannot reason with people. Listen to me, world. You cannot reason with people who celebrate their children strapping a bomb on their chest and walking into a room with children celebrating a bar mitzvah and blow themselves up and then celebrate it. Israel celebrates life. And they are not going to allow this enemy to have the opportunity to do this again. And, uh, and we need to make sure that uh, every one of our politicians, Jim, knows that if you don't stand with Israel, we will vote against you. We will, you know, the, the word of God is plain in Genesis 12. I will, God says, I will bless those who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. And that's whether we're an individual, whether we're an organization, whether we're a denomination, or whether we're a country. And if we want God's hand to stay on us in America or any other country, we need to understand that we need to stand with Israel because Israel, as far as they're saying, they will not back down. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you are stand. so right, Larry. What when you when you look at Israel right now? Do you see the Bible coming alive? I mean, the pages. All of this is coming out of the pages of the Bible. Yes. God wasn't surprised by all of this. This is this is God's. And he he tells us all That's about right. what's going to happen in the end times. And I want you to tell me how you how significant uh, the conflict in the Middle East has been according to the Bible? Well, Bible prophecy says that in the last days, the, there will be a hook put in the jaw of Gog and Magog, which we know as uh, uh, Russia or Moscow that will come against Israel. We know about the prophecies of China invading Israel. And right now we're on, you know, Jim uh, and guys, it, 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 people asked me on October 8th, right, the day after the massacre, do you think this could lead us into World War III? And my response would have been then, I don't think so. But when I started seeing the demonstrations of people in public, in America, shouting that Hitler was right and uh, death to the Jews. Um, I, I said, you know, we could be leading into this. You know, right after, right after the war, the heads of Hamas met with uh, Putin and met with the leaders of China in, in Russia. And so we're, we're uh, 
we're right on the verge of could this be leading into World War III? If you were to tie me down, I see Israel defeating this enemy, and I see a continuation and an expansion of peace in the Middle East. You look at what President Trump and Prime Minister Netanyahu and, and Ambassador Ron Dermer from Israel brought about in the Abraham Accord where we started seeing Israel and Arab countries coming together in peace, working together uh, politically, working together economically. And this is one of the main reasons why Iran uh, prompted who supports, who finances Hamas, who finances Hezbollah. They caused this to happen right now because they wanted this peace amongst Arab nations to cease. But I see Israel defeating this enemy. I see more peace in the Middle East, which will give a great time of spiritual growth and economic growth to the Middle East. And I look at it as we're not going in, and I might be wrong because the, 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 the wicked servant says the master delays is coming. But I look at this, leading into our next presidential elections. I, you know, a big part of it, I believe, depends on wh who America elects as the next president. If we have a pro-Israel president, then we're going to see tremendous, tremendous spiritual growth, economic growth in America and in the Middle East. So I'm always, guys, I'm always the glasses half full. I believe that Israel is going to defeat this demonic enemy. I think it's going to bleed over into uh, at least severe sanctions on Iran because Iran wants World War III. I believe that we're going into a time of great revival and spiritual peace, and that always goes hands in hand with the church and with Israel coming together and loving one another. And there's such a great awakening happening amongst Christians of loving Israel, of loving our Jewish brothers and sisters around the world. I think we're heading in to the greatest time of outpouring of God's power, love, finances, signs, and wonders and miracles. I believe we're heading into the great last outpouring. We're going into a time where God is going to open the windows of heaven and pour out his blessing. Praise Amen. Amen. We believe it. I, I mean, we're, we're getting ready at Morningside to grow. Amen. Amen. And That's we're right. growing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and we believe God is, is going to move yeah. like he never moved yeah. before. That's That's right. Right. This I, is harvest I, time. I, Isn't I, it? Wouldn't you agree? It's, it's harvest time. I mean, Say it again. It, I mean, harvest time. The Lord talks about it. I mean, there has to be a harvest time if it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's harvest time. It, we, we are at the beginning of the end, so to speak. Harvest time, everybody. Harvest time. And so, Pastor Larry, I know you have to get going and you're, you're, thank you so much for taking. You know, I can, you know, guys, I, I called and I told them I'm going to be about 10, 15 minutes late so I can, I can stay with you for a while. Oh, good. You have so I just love you so much oh. and tis so much we, that, and pray for you guys all the yes. time. And I love the way you we're, love we're, Israel. We're having a snowstorm here in Branson. Yeah, and, we're in the snow, right? <laughs> 
we're snowbirds. Well, I mean, they, well, they just, no, no, no. Snowbirds are when you go down south, honey. <laughs> I'm from, remember, I'm from well, Phoenix, they, Arizona. These, fe- <laughs> these folks, get, it, when, when there's a little bit of snow comes, they, they go. Well, it's the hills. It's they Ozark run. Hills. They, don't, uh, they don't go out. <laughs> so, but we have people who live here. I'm so glad that you could come and be on the show today. Yes. I know you, you've got so many so many. Many but, people are after you. I wanted to uh, go to my question that I had here. Uh, what uh, I'm going to twelve uh, question twelve because that's I have to jump down quick. I know you have to go, but no, no, stay with you. Okay, good, Larry. Good. What is your message to the nation, to our viewers, yeah. as we witness history? I mean, this is. This is biblical history. In real time. We're in the Bible. <laughs> in real time. Uh, I, I don't understand it, but I, I, I see it. It's there. We're in biblical history yeah. right now in the making, in real time. Yeah. Tell me, what, what, what can you tell us about this? Help us to understand. Fear not. This is God. The Bible's well, coming I, I, through. I love, I love way, the way you guys opened this up and said it because I, I feel prophetically the exact same thing, that this year, 2024, is a year of great awakening. I, I just said that to uh, our church. I'm, we're, we're filming our television programs uh, tomorrow, and I, I believe that what we're seeing in Israel is waking much of the church up. I still think Jim and Lori uh, and Mondo and you guys, I think a lot of the churches has fallen asleep. You know, um, when I was over in Israel, I talked to several of our friends in the Israeli government, and I said, how did this happen? And they said, basically, we fell asleep. We never thought this would happen to us. And I thought, that's a word for the church. I think the church, in a lot of ways, has kind of fallen asleep. Um, We've uh, we've just kind of gotten lukewarm. And, you know, one of the prophecies in the end times is that there would be a great falling away in the church. There would be a great falling away. Well, I think what's happened with Israel and people understanding, oh, my goodness, look at the evil that is out there. This is evil beyond anything we can imagine. So I think this has been as maybe the church in ways has fallen away and we've become a little bit more of a place of entertainment than studying the word of God, a place of revival, a place of salvation. I think there's a way, an awakening taking place right now. But like I said, it's the Esther moment and every church leader, every, every pastor, every uh, Christian needs to say, for such a time as this, uh, I, if I don't wake up and I don't start serving God and I don't start speaking up for the kingdom of God and I don't start standing up for Israel, Mordecai, like I said, Mordecai, I said to Esther, Jim, don't think you'll escape. And I think what a lot of the world is looking at, and you know, I don't know if you guys want to even go there, but uh, a pastor friend of mine was down just a few days ago. He called me uh, coming across from Mexico back into Texas. And he said, Pastor, 
He said, I'm looking over the bridge at the Mexican-Texas border, and there are tens of thousands of people right there. And he said, I'm looking at thousands and thousands of Chinese young men, thousands of them, 25, 26 years old, coming into our country. And so I think what uh, America needs to wake up to is that this is not just something that can happen in another part of the world, in Israel. These people who hate Israel, they hate Christianity. They hate democracy. They hate freedom. They hate America. And so we've got to understand these same people that are living in the land of Israel that attacked Israel, they're living in our country too. But if we'll wake up, you know, the, uh, the, I, I know you guys know this better than I do. God says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, he'll come and heal their land. And I'll just speak for America. We need our land healed. We need our land to have another move of God, another outpouring. We need to have a revival. And I believe we're heading towards that right now as we speak. And that's why I, I, I love being with you guys, because I know you guys believe that our best is yet to come, yes. too. That's right. Yes. Amen. I, I believe that people need to pack in churches again. I believe this year, I predict. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing when I say that I predict, but I predict the churches are going to be full. They're going to be in the outside of the church. Amen. They'll be so in the parking lots, just sitting there, and they're going to have to put chairs outside yeah. in the churches because God is going to bring harvest Amen. in these last days. Before you have to go, I can ask one more question if you don't mind. I'm I got I got you and I'm I'm I want to tie you down if I can <laughs> for for a few more minutes. Update us on the red heifer. Is is that going on right now, or is it over, or what's what's happening with the red heifer? Uh, we've been following. We heard about it. well. There's a lot of confusion. I know people that are directly involved with the red heifer, and there's a lot of confusion on that. And uh, many are saying, well, it, it's not significant because uh, it has to be the rebuilding of the temple. And uh, if you look at the dimensions and the description of the temple when, when the Messiah comes, uh, it would take years to build this. But if you Look at the scripture closely. Yes, there will be a rebuilding of the temple without a shadow of a doubt. But the scripture doesn't say the temple. It says the tabernacle. And what that's talking about, Jim and Lori and guys, is the tabernacle of David. Now, the tabernacle of the, the, the temple, which will be massively beautiful and huge and magnificent, uh, of course, God could snap his fingers and create the temple. But if God used man to build it, it would take years to build it. But the tabernacle of David is a tent that can be put up in an hour. 
And um, one of my good friends in Israel is over the excavation of the old city of David, where they just found the pilgrimage road uh, from the Pool of Siloam to the Temple Mound, where where uh, the pilgrims made their pilgrimage up to the temple. And when we were there, he said, Pastor Larry, let me show you something. And it's not been shown to the public, but they found a spot that they think very possibly could have been the site of the Tabernacle of David. And could that be significant? Absolutely, it could be significant because if we think the Messiah or the significance of the red heifer, guys, if we think that uh, can't be significant right now because we have to spend years building the temple. Well, let me say one more time. God could snap his finger and rebuild the temple. But when you look at the tabernacle of David, that tabernacle is nothing but a tent. And could this be the altar that they found? Well, it very possibly could be. But either way, we know that the, the Messiah could come in a twinkling of an eye, in a millimeter of a second. But one of the more significant things than anything is for the tabernacle to be built. One of the, and I know you guys know this, but for your people, the most significant thing about the tabernacle of David when it was moved to Jerusalem, the city of David, was there was no middle wall in the tabernacle of David between the Jews and the Gentiles. And when God saw there was no division between Jews and Gentiles, God came out from behind the veil and he began to walk amongst his people 24-7. And 24-7, this is where we get all the magnificent Psalms uh, that King David wrote, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But there were, when God saw the unity between Jews and Gentiles serving the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God came out and walked amongst his people 24-7, and 24-7, there were signs and wonders and miracles taking place. This is the last great outpouring. And so the significance of, of Jews and Gentiles coming together, I mean, this is the first time in the last few years, this thing has grown so greatly around the world of Jews and Christians standing together. This, this hasn't happened for 1,700 years since the Council of Nicaea, when, when the Gentiles began to separate themselves from Jerusalem. But now that we're coming back together, you look at all the other things that are taking place, whether it's the red heifer whether it's the discovery, the, the accidental discovery of the pilgrimage road from the Pool of Siloam to the temple, you look at all these things, these things are shouting to every person in the world, open your eyes. I'm closer to coming than you can even Amen. imagine. Amen. And I believe wow. that once again, yeah. We're going out a glorious bride, guys. We're going out with signs and wonders and miracles. But I really believe it's a wake-up call to the church that let's get back serious about serving a living God. If yeah. we elect Trump as 
person that mm -hmm. that te temple can be built fast. Mm. He's a builder, and he, he understands Jerusalem and and using materials there. And and I I think God could use him again. Well, we'd have a pro-Israel America again, which That's is what right. is absolutely necessary. And right now, we don't see a pro-Israel America. Pastor Huck, this is Ricky. Are you shocked to see how many pro-Palestinian and anti-Semitic demonstrations are being held here in America, led by college students at our finest universities? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, Ricky, in a way I'm shocked, but in a way I'm not shocked because the Biden administration, the Democratic Party, has been embracing this, uh, this mentality for the last three years. They've opened the borders uh, to having people that are anti-American, anti-God, anti-Christianity, anti-Semitic uh, into our country. Um, you know, with all the, the, the leaders of these universities that have allowed these uh, uh, anti-Israeli, uh, anti-pro-Hamas demonstrations, in the last couple of weeks, of course, they've uh, been forced to open up their donor base, and they're seeing a lot of their donor base coming in from countries uh, that are anti-American, that want America destroyed. And uh, I think the, a, a, a lot of the Democrats are waking up to these people are not, these, this Democratic Party, for the most part, is not for us. They are against us. They want to destroy our country. They want to destroy our way of life. They want to turn us into an ungodly uh, third world country. And I think there's a great awakening. One of the things that I uh, just got off the phone with this morning on is a group of uh, asking me to speak to a group of Jewish business people on um, uh standing with Israel and and getting a government back into our nation that will be pro-Israel because uh, Ricky the present the present administration is anti-Israel um president Trump is strong pro-Israel president Trump is strong pro-Christianity I had the privilege of being invited to uh spend some time with him a few months ago over on the east coast and he is unashamedly uh, for Christianity. He is unashamedly for Israel. And, uh, um, you know, when I went to Israel, Ricky, um, they, were, they were so appreciative. I went in right when the war started, and they were so appreciative of me coming over and, and showing support, showing solidarity to Israel and the Jewish people, because all they were seeing on the news were these demonstrations. And I uh, assured them, listen, th these demonstrations worldwide are the loud minority, but we're going to try to rally people that are pro-Israel and pro-God and pro-America. We're going to try to rally them so they'll be the loud majority. And once again, if you always keep us in prayer, and if there's any leaders that you would let them come. We've got a few spots open on January 30th. We're rallying people so that we become loud. You know, it, Ricky and, and, and Jim and Lori, it's not a coincidence. If you look at the Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th, 
by October 8th and October 9th, these rallies were taking place worldwide. And not only were they taking place, they had printed signs, they had banners, they were organized. And so these, these groups of anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, anti-God, anti-Christianity, anti-American, anti-freedom, these groups knew this was coming and they were well organized, but they're not the majority. They are the minority and that's why I, I thank God for you guys. I thank God for every pastor that is speaking up and rallying his people so that we can be louder than them and let them know, listen, I read the end of the book, that's we right. win. Yes, and man. God means Amen. what he says and says Woo. what he means. And when he says, I will bless those yeah. who bless yeah. Israel, yes. he also said, I will curse those who curse Israel so we need to just let everybody know there are more of us and greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Amen. I the book, we and, and Israel are going to win. Yes. That's right. Yes. What is God speaking to you about this year for 2024? Well, you know, uh, guys, once, once again, um, I hope people understand when I say this, I believe God's saying, uh, to us, just like Mordecai said to Esther, for such a time as this. And so in a way, Jim and, and Lori and Ricky, I, I believe that God is saying, I'm leaving this in your hands. What are you going to do? Because those who know the do right and don't, to them that's sin. And so I believe between now and the next presidential election, we're going to determine the destiny of the world, because God says, whatever you bind on earth, whatever you forbid on earth, I'll forbid in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth, I will permit in heaven. And so I think this is a great time for every American to realize this next, next presidential election is really going to determine the destiny of not only America and Israel, but the destiny of the world. Because if we have, if we allow an anti-God, an anti-Christianity, and an anti-Israel into the White House again, we better pack our bags and be, get ready for the rapture. But I believe that, you know, I, I, you know our church here in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're one third black, one third Hispanic, and one third white. And, and I'm hearing across the board that many people, many of their family members who were historically Democrat are saying, you know what, enough's enough. This is crazy. And I think it's not only happening guys in America. You know, my, my son-in-law is in the uh, music business and he was over in Europe, um, in Switzerland, Sweden, and in France, uh, singing and, and doing uh, um, ministry. And he said, people, listen to this, people in Europe that he's meeting are saying, what in the world is happening in America? You know, we're pretty liberal over here, but America has gone way, way, way too far. This is a wake-up call in Europe that's taking place. 
And there's a great move of God taking place in Europe where people are coming back to the Lord and they're wanting the Judeo-Christian roots of their faith. And so I, I really believe that American is, go is going to wake up. I think they're saying, you know what? What we thought was just being for peace and for harmony is really opened the door for a very bad administration to take place. And I believe this administration is going to be removed and we're going to have an administration come back into Washington, D.C. that is going to be pro-Israel, going to be pro-church, pro-Christianity, and pro-democracy again. We need to shut down our borders. We need to uh, uh, stop this. Uh, e even the, even the, the sanctuary states, uh, Democratic sanctuary states are saying, we, we can't handle this. This has gone insane. And so I believe, once again, I, I'm a firm believer in Romans 8:28. all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And so let me say to every Christian that's watching, every pastor, every leader that's watching, this is a wake-up call. And like Mordecai said to Esther, if you don't stand up, don't think you're going to escape. But for those of us, Jim, Lori, Ricky, those of us who are standing up for Israel, standing up for the kingdom of God, standing up for democracy, get ready for the greatest open windows of heaven to be poured out. And there will be, like I said, I, and I believe this is the time of, of a, 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 a re-outpouring of the Holy Spirit, signs and wonders and miracles prophetic ministries coming back, salvation, family becoming saved. You know, I, I taught the other day uh, uh, on a Sunday service on, uh, on Israel, and over the internet, we had a million thumbs up of saying, we're standing with you, a million That's in two awesome. days. And so, yeah, it, 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 the, the, the media likes to paint how bleak it is, but let me encourage everybody, greater is he that's in us than anything that's out there in the world. We stand up for righteousness, and God will stand up for us. That's Amen. right. Amen. You know, I'm going to say something real quick to Larry. Pastor Larry. I want to oh, thank him for standing yes. with us this long. And staying with us, yes. And I want to personally, no, no it's been amazing. I have to say, though, Pastor Larry, you know, we, we've all used the scripture from Esther. Who knows who, if, if you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. But I encourage everybody to do what I just did as Pastor Larry was just ministering to us. I went back to Esther. I haven't, I haven't highlighted. I haven't marked. Who knows? If maybe, Lori, you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You know, you kind of put your name in there. Hey, this is powerful what you've just said to us. You go up. Now, this is the, the modern English version. But listen, this is exactly what Pastor Larry is saying. It says, this is Mordecai talking to Esther. For if you remain silent at this time, protection and deliverance for the Jews will be ordained from some other place. But you, Mordecai talking to Esther, uh, but some other place, but you and your father's house shall be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And then it says, and who knows? If you may oh, come to the kingdom, I don't for want such that to happen. Time as this. That's powerful. What you pointed yeah, out, I don't yeah, want Lori, that to happen. You know, America. America. And, 
you know, and I'm not against anybody. I don't, you know, when I first got saved, you guys know my testimony. I was a drug addict and a drug dealer. And uh, the day after I got saved, I went to, to where I was working. And, and I said, guys, I gave my life to the Lord. And the lady said to me, uh, the, owned the business. She was a Christian, never, never witnessed to me, but she was a Christian. And when I said I got saved, she said, what denomination? And I said, uh, the one with Jesus, you know, and so I, you know, I, I, I'm not a denominational guy. I'm, we're the body of Christ. We're jointly fit together. But something you said, Lori, is what Mordecai said is don't think you'll escape. Don't think that. And, and I believe this next year, pastors who won't stand up for what is righteous, um, what they did to the Jewish people in butchering 1,400 women and children, beheading babies, raping young girls. Uh, I won't go into the detail beyond anything anybody can imagine. I've seen the, the videos. If you not, if you don't have the courage to stand up and condemn that, I believe that you're gonna be separated with the tears. I believe this is a time for the church that if you don't stand up for what's righteous, because you know, I've I've had pastors say to me, well, if I say something too political, I'll lose people. I would rather lose people than lose the presence of God in my service. And that's exactly, Lori, what you're saying is that if you don't stand up, and, and I believe this next year, as Jim, you said, as Lori, you said, as Ricky, you said, I believe this is going to be a year of an outpouring of God's spirit. But I also believe it's going to be a year that we're going to see some ministries disappear, unfortunately, because they're, they're, they're more concerned about being politically correct than they are being biblically correct. This is a, not a time to be politically correct. This is a time to be biblically correct. And the biblical correction, the very, you know, in Judaism, there's a thing called the avos, the father. Um, if you look at the Ten Commandments, none of those commandments work without the first one. That, that first commandment is called the avos, or the father of all that. And it's what births the blessing of everything else. If you look at anything in scripture, it has the first thing. This is what births the rest of the blessing. The very first blessing in all of the Bible, the avos of all blessings that births everything else is Genesis 12. I will bless those who bless Israel. And so it's not a time to be silent. It's not a time to be neutral. This is a time to let your voice be known and to lead as a shepherd, to lead your sheep in the way they should stand, what they should believe, how they should speak, the, the correct way to vote, and let our voice be, be heard. This is a time that you don't, nobody wants to miss of the greatest outpouring of God's spirit. And it's exactly, Lori, what you're saying that Mordecai said to Esther. Don't think you'll escape if you're silent. Don't be silent. And that's, what I, that's why I said, yeah, I'm going to come on with Jim and Lori, because I know you guys are never silent never in silent. standing up Amen. for the kingdom no, we of God. Will always, always stand for yeah. it. We want to thank Larry Heights for being with us yeah. today.
and staying for the whole program, really. Yeah, yeah that's thank right. you. Under this little device I have right here is, is Fuelist Generator, and it has the new free... Yeah, the hand crank. That's right. Hand crank. Hand crank in it. But it also has solar panel. Solar panel. Yes. And so, and of course, the extension cord is also available. I just have to say, I've been on the lines with our partners at the call center here. And so many of you have said that you're preparing. You got a showing us individually. How do we prepare for I don't families? Know. I think this and is line little, energy is one of the things it, that people are ordering right now to be prepared. That's price one in the, in the world. Yes. This is brand new technology. And you, it, it's, it's, this is great big panel comes free with it kept you get a crank with this one so at night if start and the lights you, you light your home up that's right three led lights each one is 15 foot long so you can spread them throughout your home i want to encourage you right now as you're watching go on to our website jimbakershow.com go to the store click on that line energy affiliate program they're also offering the financing for the generators they have amazing bundles truly the lowest prices right now are available for our partners when you go to lion energy to place your order and to see all the products that are available available to help you prepare now is the time as we're talking this is spiritually harvest time but also i believe this is time to prepare the heirloom seeds are available many are calling in and getting your heirloom seeds to begin planning your gardens and so that's available on our website you can go there to the store on jimmakershow.com to look at all the affiliates we have available for you that's right and also i want to remind the partners we have our monthly partnership clubs it is vital that if you want the ptl television network to continue broadcasting around the world you partner with us and i am reminded of first corinthians 15 i'm going to read it for you right here it says therefore my dear brothers and sisters that is you be steadfast immovable always excelling in the lord's work because you know that your labor is not in vain the labor of pushing the gospel to every ear we possibly can will never be in vain today is the day that we need to continue to broadcast the gospel around the world and when you support this ministry with these gifts and you order for instance the generator you help yourself but you're also blessing the work of the Lord by ordering it through this ministry. And so call right now and one eight 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 nine eight eight one five eight eight. Our time is up. We have to go, honey. We do. Bye bye. God loves you. <laughs> he really does. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. We love you. Thank you, Pastor Larry. Hi, my name is Robert Scott Bell. I'm host of the Robert Scott Bell Show for, uh, well, 24 years, natural medicine, natural healing. And I want to tell you why I take Cardio Miracle every day and my family and my mom at 89 does so as well. The sustained production of nitric oxide is so critical for blood flow, for oxygenation, for all cardiovascular benefit. And there is not one area of the body, not one organ or organ system that doesn't depend on blood flow, oxygenation, nutrient delivery. So when you can relax the smooth walls of the arteries, the veins, the entire vasculature, you have an ease with which you can oxygenate and nutrify and also detoxify the body. So every function facilitated by sustained nitric oxide production, the miracle molecule identified in the 1990s Nobel Prize for its discovery. 
Cardio Miracle is unique because of it's a, a, a botanical ingredients, whole food, organic, real food. It is a food to facilitate sustained production. There are many companies that are putting out things that will spike your nitric oxide production with beets or an amino acid. But sustained production is so critical, important, and acknowledging the corresponding rise of peroxynitrite, which in a whole food nutrient basis, we can counteract so we neutralize that. You have the benefit, not the detriment. Now, when I utilize this, oxygenation goes up, ease of blood flow. When I'm in the kickboxing gym at 57, I'm out pacing in the challenge of the week, people in their 30s and their 20s. I'm wondering if I should tell them it'll be harder for me to beat them, but no, the gift of this nitric oxide, the gift of this Cardio Miracle is that valuable. Now, if you're starting from a standpoint of a lot of ailments and illnesses, this is not to treat those ailments and illnesses, but to recognize that by sustaining that nitric oxide production, facilitating the oxygenation and the nutrification of all of your cells, everything benefits. We talk side benefits, not side effects. Beautiful thing. Also, the activation of stored vitamin D. How many of you are taking vitamin D and not getting the results you think you should be getting? The doctors are mystified. Well, this formulation is now proven to facilitate the activation of the stored D so your body can get full benefit and utilization, as well as if you've discovered intermittent fasting. The reason for that is to facilitate detox processes, autophagy, recycling of the, the waste products healthily. You do that in fasting, but the Cardio Miracle formulation facilitates enhanced autophagy processes. So you find that your recovery is better and faster as well. There are so many extraordinary things, whether you're an athlete, whether you're just starting back on the road to recovery, this is something I urge you to get on and tell your friends. And I thank Jim Baker and his ministries for supporting this and supporting you and your good health. And we'd love to see you and take advantage of the wonderful healing opportunities that you have by giving the gift to this body, this temple, this life that you've been given. Facilitate, strengthen, and honor it. And you will be blessed and you'll realize that God gave you the power to heal by giving the body what it needs, removing that which it doesn't. Grateful and honored to be here to share this great news with you. This is Robert Scott Bell shining off for Jim Baker Ministries and everything else that y'all do here. I'm grateful and honored. Join Jim and Lori Baker every day as they welcome anointed teachers. Remember that God loves you. He really does. And the most dynamic personalities from around the world as we share grace and restoration. Power over the gods. You know, the Bible says, who is like you, O Lord? Among you never know who is going to be on The Jim Baker Show.